and welcome back to Bible with Justin. <clears throat> There's going to be some background noise, little things like that. I'll try and edit some of it out. Uh, it's all going to be just the unreal noise that this microphone picks up from a highway like 200 feet behind me through like five walls. I have no idea why it can, uh, why it does that, but there's literally no traffic within a couple hundred feet of me, even though you can hear some. But let's get rolling. So we left off on chapter 43. Uh, <clears throat> if you've been following this podcast, episode nine disappeared for a while because I'm a moron. I just re-recorded that and got that. It'll be reposted today along with this episode. So um, I've got about 40 minutes to rock out as much as I can. We left off on chapter 43. That would be me lighting a cigar. And we're going to pick up right there. So, chapter 43. And the famine was severe in the land. And it happened, when they had finished eating the grain, which they had brought from Egypt, their father said to them, Go back, buy a little food for us. And Judah spoke to him, saying, The man vehemently protested to us, saying, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. If you are sending our brother with us, we will go down and buy food for you. And if you are not sending, we will not go down. For the man said to us, you shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. And Israel said, Why did you do evil to me to tell the man whether you still had a brother? And they said, The man keenly asked about us and about our kindred, saying, Is your father still alive? Is there a brother to you? And we answered him according to these words. Could we know certainly that he would say, Bring down your brother? And Judah said to his father, Israel, Send the young one with me. And let us rise up and go so that we may live and not die, both we and you and our little ones. I will be surely for, I will be sure, surety for him. Sorry, I, there's some uh, typos in this. I'm guessing that they, uh, I think I've mentioned this before. I don't think that they, they uh, I think each one of these Bibles is like it says that it's written out by a scribe. But I mean, with the amount of typos, words missing and just letters in the wrong places, it, I might believe that actually capitals out of places and just weird things um so that's what just happened there again <laughs> uh, i will be because surety looks like surely but i will be surety for him you may require him from my hand if i do not bring him to you and set him before you i shall be a sinner against you all the days for if we have not delayed truly now we delayed truly now we would have returned there twice and their father israel said to them if it be so then do this Take from the produce of the land in your vessels and bring a present down to the man, a little balm and a little honey, spices and, and myrrh, nuts and almonds, and take double money in your hand and the money they returned in the mouth of your sacks. Take back in your hand. Perhaps it was an oversight. And take your brother and rise up, return to the man. And may God Almighty gave mercy to you before the man. And may he send your other brother and Simeon to you. And I, if I am bereaved, I am bereaved. What does that mean? Someone dies? You're bereaved anyway, I suppose. Sounds like you just say, screw it though, what can I do? And the man took his present, and they took double money in their hand, and Benjamin. And they arose and went down to Egypt, and stood before Joseph. And Joseph saw Benjamin with them, and said to the one over his house, Bring the man into the house, and make a great slaughter, and prepare. For the men shall eat with me at noon. And the men did as Joseph said. And the man brought the man into Joseph's house. And the men were afraid because they were brought into Joseph's house. And they said, Because of the money that was returned in your sacks before, we are being brought in 
to throw himself on us and to fall on us, and to take us for slaves and our asses. And they came near to the man over Joseph's house and spoke to him at the door of the house. And they said, O oh my Lord, surely we come, surely we came down before to buy food. And it happened when we came to the lodging place and opened our sacks, behold, the money of each one was in the mouth of his sack. Our money was in our money in its weight. And we have returned it in our hand. And we have brought other money in our hand to buy food. We do not know who put our money in our sacks. And he said, Peace to you. Do not fear. Your God and the God of your father has given treasure to you and your sacks. Your money came to me. And he brought Simeon out to them. And the man brought the men to the house of Joseph. And he furnished water, and they washed their feet. And he gave fodder for their asses. And they prepared the present for the coming Joseph at noon. For they had heard that they would eat bread there. And Joseph came into the house. And they brought this present, which was in their hand, into him. Into him, I guess. They're separated, so into the house. Because <laughs> the next one's in two together. Uh, and they bowed themselves to him, to the earth. And he asked them of their welfare, and said, Is there peace to your father, the old man of whom you spoke? Is he still alive? And they said, There is peace to your servant, to our father. He is still alive. And they bowed themselves and fell before him. And he raised his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, the son of his mother. And he said, Is this your youngest brother of whom you spoke to me? And he said, May God be gracious to you, my son. And Joseph hurried, for his emotions were deeply moved toward his brother. Towards his brother. And he looked for a place to weep. And he came into the inner room and wept there. And he washed his face and went out. And he controlled himself and said, Lay out bread. And they laid out bread and they laid out for him by himself. Okay? And for them by themselves. And for the Egyptians eating with them by themselves. So they each got their own plate, I'm guessing? For the Egyptians cannot eat bread with the Hebrews, for it is an abomination in Egypt. And they sat before him, and firstborn according to his birthright, and the younger according to his youth. And the men were astonished, each to his neighbor. And one carried potions, portions, one carried portions from before him to them. And the portion of Benjamin was greater than the portions of all of them, five times. And they drank and were drunken with him. So, okay, so they, they all get their own plates and silverware. And they servants or whatnot, somebody comes up and starts serving him food. And this dude, he gets five times what everybody else gets, which is just crazy. Because that just sounds like an absorbent amount. I mean, if everyone's getting enough to eat, what's five times going to do you? Sounds like some Greek stuff where you start pounding it down, go throw up, come back, and keep pounding it down. I mean... I always wondered about that, too, when they said that the Greeks did that. Was there a time period where they would let some part of that digest? So, I mean, were they aware that you would get the nutrients out of the food in a certain amount of time and then go throw it up and come back and gorge some more as a way of, like, uh, extending their vitamins? It's all theory here. There's just crazy talk coming out of my head, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, then they get drunk. Drunk and were drunken with him. So they didn't just... Uh, they didn't just sit down and sip some wine. They all got drunk. Which is another thing. I thought too much of something could be a bad thing. There seems to be a, a few people that uh, walk with God here that are able to drink themselves to the ground and uh, excessively, and that's, that's okay. Like the one dude who uh, passed out and his kids covered him with the uh, 
the blanket and he got up got all mad about it you know like how dare you cover me i mean how dare you get drunk in the middle of the day and pass out but i guess that's not a sin i don't understand it but right now they're not being punished for it in fact they're being uh they're being given the means to do such all right chapter 44 and he commanded the one over his house saying fill the sacks of the men with food as much as they are able to carry, and put the money of each in one of the mouth of his sack. And put my cup, the cup of silver, in the mouth of the sack of the youngest, and the money for his grain. And he did according to Joseph's word, that which he spoke. At the morning light the men were sent away, they and their asses. They had gone out from the city, not having gone far. And Joseph said to one, uh, said to the one over his house, Rise up, pursue the men, and overtake them, and say to them, Why have you repaid evil for good? Is this not that in which my Lord is accustomed to drink? And he surely divines by it? You have done evil in what you have done. Uh huh? That's confusing. Rise up, pursue the men, overtake them. Da, da, da. Okay, well, I'm not sure why. That would be considered evil all of a sudden. but Because I thought they were going out of their way to do not only, you know, uh, apologize, basically, for not having the brother there uh, and for taking the money, but by giving the money back and giving them, bringing also money for the new, and by bringing the brother and by going into the house, I would have thought that they would have, um, that would have not be, and they got drunk. Are these not the same men? All right, well. Okay, you have done evil in what you have done. <clears throat> and he overtook them. And spoke these words to them, and they said to him, Why should my Lord speak according to these words? Far be it from your servants to do according to this word. See the money which, which we found in the mouth of our sacks? We return to you from the land of Canaan. And how should we steal silver or gold from the house of your Lord, with whomever, with whomever it may be found? With him of your servants he shall die, and we also will become slaves to my Lord. And he said, now also let it be according to your words. With whomever, whomever it is found with him, he shall become a slave to me, and you shall be innocent. And they hurried, and each one brought down his sack to the earth, and each one opened his sack. And he searched, with the oldest first, and with the youngest last, and the cup was found in the sack with Benjamin. Set him up. I need to grease that cupboard. Totally set him up here. Totally set him up. And they tore their clothes, and they each one loaded his ass and returned to the city. And Judah and his brothers came into the house of Joseph, and he was still there. And they fell before him to the earth, and Joseph said to them, What is this deed which you have done? Did you not know that a man like me would practice divination? And Judah said, What can we say to my Lord? What can we speak, and in what we can justify ourselves? God has found out the iniquity, iniquity. God has found out the iniquity of your servants. Behold, we are slaves to my Lord, both we and he in whose hand the cup was found. And he said, Far be it for me to do this. The man in whose hand the cup was found, he shall become a slave to me. And you go up in peace to your father. So now, yeah, so the dad's going to be bereaved. They sent, sent the son there, and through some kind of scheming, they've, they've taken the son. But, um, okay. And Judah came near to him and said, O oh my Lord, please let your servant speak a, wor a word in the ears of my Lord. And let not your anger glow on your servant, for you are the Pharaoh, the, the Pharaoh. My Lord asked his servants, saying, Is there a 
brother or a father to you. And we said to my Lord, An aged father is to us, and a young child of his old age, and his brother is dead. And he alone is left of us. Oh, and he alone is left of his mother, and his father loves him. Sorry, I paused real quick so the dog could finish eating. That was driving me crazy. I don't know how much you guys can hear in the background, but I hear I hear so much more than I should hear. And you said to your servants, <clears throat> Bring him down to me, and let me see him. And we said to my Lord, The youth is not able to leave his father. If he should leave his father, he will die. And you said to your servants, If your youngest brother does not come down with you, you shall not see my face again. And it happened when we had gone up to your servant, my father, we told him the words of my Lord, and our father said, Go back, buy a little food for us. And we said, We cannot go down if our youngest brother is not with us. We will go down. Oh, we. And he said, We cannot go down. If our youngest brother is with us, we will go down. We cannot see the face of the man if our youngest brother is not with us. And your servant, my father, said to us, You know that my wife bore two to me, and one went out from me. And I said, Indeed, he surely is torn in pieces, and I have not seen him until now. And if you take this one also from my face, and harm happen to him, you will bring my gray hair to the grave in sorrow. And now when I come to your servant, my father, and the youth is not with us, and his soul being bound to his soul, it will be when he sees that the youth is not, he will die. And your servants will bring down the gray hair of your servants, of your servant, our father, to the grave in sorrow. For your servant was surely, was surety for the youth with my father, saying, If you do not bring him to you, I shall be a sinner against my father all the days. And now please let your servant remain as a slave to my lord instead of the youth, and let the youth go up with his brothers. For how can I go to my father and the youth not be with me, lest I look on evil which will find my father? Wow. That very large vehicle you hear in the background, I have no idea where that is. Oh, let's do another. Chapter 45. And Joseph was not able to control himself in regard to those standing beside him. Whoa. Those standing beside him. And he called out, Cause every man to go out from me. And no man stood before him as Joseph was making himself known to his brothers. And he wept aloud. And the Egyptians heard. And the house of Pharaoh heard, and Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? And his brothers were not able to answer him, for they, were, for they trembled before him. And Joseph said to his brothers, it's kind of cool, they, they did get rid of him. And Joseph said to his brothers, now come near to me. And they came near, and he said, I am your brother Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. And, do, and now do not be grieved. And let no anger be in your eyes, because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to save life. For the famine has been in the midst of the land for two years, and there are still five years in which the plowing and harvest will be. And God sent me before you to put a remnant in the land for you, and to keep alive for you a great deliverance. And now you did not send me here, but God. Huh. And he has placed me for a father to Pharaoh. And for a lord in all his house, and a ruler in all the land of Egypt. Hurry and go up to my father, and say to him, So says your son Joseph, God has placed me as a lord to all Egypt. Come down to me. Do not delay. 
Oh, dude, that's awesome. I bet his dad freaks out. All right, let's see what happens here. And you shall live in the land of Gosh of Goshen. Goshen? Goshen? <laughs> and you shall be near to me, and you and your sons, and the sons of your sons, and your flocks, and your herds, and all you have. And I will nourish you there. For there are still five years of famine, lest you be made poor, you and your house, and all which belongs to you. And behold, your eyes and the eyes of my brother Benjamin see that my mouth is speaking to you. And you tell my father all of my, all my honor in Egypt, and all that you have seen. And hurry and bring down my father here. And he fell on the neck of his brother Benjamin and wept. And Benjamin wept on his neck. And he kissed all his brothers and wept on them. And afterwards his brothers spoke with him. And the report was heard in Pharaoh's house, saying, The brothers of Joseph have come. And it was good in the eyes of Pharaoh, and in the eyes of his servants. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, Say to your brothers, Do this, load your animals, and depart. Go to the land of Canaan, and take your father, and your houses, and come to me. And I will give to you the good of the land of Egypt, and you shall eat the fat of the land. And you are commanded, you do this. Take for yourselves wagons from the land of Egypt, for your little ones, and for your wives, and take your father and come, and your eye let it have no regard for your vessels, for the good of all the land of Egypt is yours. And the sons of Israel did so. And Joseph gave wagons to them, as Pharaoh said, and he gave provisions to them, to them for the way. He gave to all of them, to each one, change of clothing, and he gave to Benjamin three hundred pieces of silver and five changes of clothing. And to his father he sent this, ten asses bearing the good things of Egypt, and ten she-asses bearing grain and bread and food for his father for the way. And he sent his brothers away, and they went. And he said to them, Do not quarrel along the way. And they went up from Egypt and came into the land of Canaan and to their father Jacob. And they told him, saying, Joseph is still alive, and he is ruler in all the land of Egypt. And his heart froze up, for he did not believe them. And they spoke to him all Joseph's words which he had spoken to them. And he saw the wagons that Joseph had sent to carry him. And the spirit of their father Jacob revived. And Israel said it. And Israel said, It is enough. My son Joseph is alive. I will go and see him before I die. That is awesome. That is totally awesome. Ha. Totally, totally awesome. I'm going to pop one more out. Yeah, I got another one. Chapter 46. And Israel and all belonging to him departed, and he came to Beersheba, and he sacrificed sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. And God said to Israel in visions of the night, and he spoke, Jacob. Jacob, and he answered, I am here. And he said, I am God, the God of your fathers. Do not fear to go down into Egypt, for I will make of you a great nation there. I will go down with you into Egypt, and I will also surely return you. And Joseph shall put his hand on your eyes. And Jacob rose up from his Beersheba, and the sons of Israel carried their father Jacob and their little ones and their wives in the wagons which Pharaoh had sent to carry him. And they took their livestock and their property which they had acquired in the land of Canaan. And they came into... I thought they said not to take anything with you. Maybe they just... See, all of Egypt is yours. Anyway. Huh. Jacob, Jacob and all his seed with him, his sons and the sons of his sons were with him his daughters and his son's daughters, and all his seed he brought with him into Egypt. And these were the names of the sons of Israel, those coming into Egypt, Jacob and his sons. The firstborn of Jacob was Reuben, 
and the sons of Reuben, Hanak and Falu, wow, okay, and Hezron, and Carmi, and the sons of Simeon, Jemuel and Jamin, and Ohad and Jack, Jashin, what is it? Yamin and Yashin, because there's no J. Okay, <clears throat> and Zohar and Shaul, the son of the Canaanites, and the sons of Levi, Gershon, Gohath, and Merari, and the sons of Judah, Ur, and Onan, and Shelah, and Perez, and Zerah. And Ur and Onan died in the land of Canaan, or Canaan. And the sons of Perez, Hezron, and Hamul. And the sons of Isachar, Tola, and Fuva, and Job. I'm get, it says Job, but I'm guessing Job. And Shimron. And the sons of Zebulun, Serid, and Elon, and Jalil. These were the sons of Leah, whom she bore to Jacob in Padam, or Paden Aram, and his daughter Dina. All the souls of his sons and his daughters were 33. Oh, wasn't that a Masonic number? A little 33 action just popping off in there. How about that? And the sons of Gad, Ziphion and Hagi, Shuni and Esbon, Iri, Orodi, and Ureli, and the sons of Asher, Jimna and Ishua, and Izua and Berea, and their sister Sarah, and the sons of Beria, Heber, and Malchil, these were the sons of Zilpah, whom Laban gave to his daughter, Leah, and she bore these to Jacob, sixteen souls. The sons of Rachel, the wife of Jacob, Joseph and Benjamin, and Mensan and Ephraim were born to Joseph in the land of Egypt, whom Azaneth, and daughter of Potipharah, Potipharah, priest of On, just straight on, O-N, okay, priest of On, bore to him. And the sons of Benjamin, Bela and Besher, and Ashbel, Jera and Naaman, Naaman, Okay. Ehi and Rosh and Mupin, Mupim, and Hupim, and Ard. These were the sons of Rachel, which were born to Jacob. All the souls were fourteen. That's thirty combining that with the thirty-three. You're up to seventy-three, I guess. And the sons of Dan was Hashim, and the sons of Naphtali, Jazil, and Guni, and Jezer, and Shilam. These were the sons of Bilal, oh, Bilhah, whom Laban gave to his daughter Rachel. And she bore these to Jacob. All the souls were seven, were up to eighty. And the souls belonging to Jacob coming into Egypt, those springing from his loins besides the wives of the sons of Jacob, all the souls were sixty-six. Ooh, 146 now. And the sons of jo Joseph, which were born to how many kids? Born to him in Egypt, two souls. All the souls belonging to the house of Jacob coming into Egypt were 70. Wow. Hmm. And he sent Judah before him to, to I mean, just 70 people. You imagine walking with 70 people that were all your relatives? I mean, there's big families out there, but how many of them are that close that you could gather them all to go for a walk? Live that close. They're in the same city still, same town, same whatever, you know, like, wow. I couldn't imagine. I mean, that's, Hey, you guys want to go to the, the park real quick? And 70 of you mob over there. <laughs> it's a block party. Anyway. And he sent Judah before him to Joseph to give directions before him to Goshen. And they came into the land of Goshen. And Joseph prepared his chariot and went up to meet his father Israel to Goshen. And he appeared to him and fell on his neck and wept on his neck a long time. And Israel said to Joseph, This, this time let me die after seeing your face. 
because you are still alive. And Joseph said to his brothers, Into the house of his father, I will go up and tell Pharaoh, and I will say to him, My brothers in the house of my father, who were in the land of Canaan, have come into me. And the men are shepherds of flocks, for they have been men of livestock. And their flocks and their herds and all which belong to them they have brought in. And it shall be, when Pharaoh calls to you and says, What is your occupation? You shall say, Your servants have, <clears throat> your servants have been men of livestock from our youth even until now, both we and our fathers. This is so that you may live in the land of Goshen. For, for the abomination of Egypt is every shepherd of flocks. For the abomination of Egypt is every shepherd of flocks. Huh. I guess I don't understand that at all. What that means. Chapter 47. Let's see if we get any clarification. Most likely not. These things just seem to move quick. And Joseph came in and made known to Pharaoh and said, My father and my brothers and their flocks and their herds and all which is theirs have come in from the land of Canaan. And behold, they are in the land of Goshen. And he took five men from among his brothers and set them before Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to his brothers, What is your occupation? And they said to Pharaoh, Your servants are shepherds of flocks, both we and our fathers. And they said to Pharaoh, We have come in to stay in the land because there is no pasture for the flocks which belong... Sorry, my phone just flashed at me and I was like, Oh no, what just happened? Uh, I'm using my phone to record. I thought that maybe it had stopped the recording, which is why I had stopped. Uh, said to his brothers, what is your occupation? They said to Pharaoh, we're servants, our shepherds of flocks, both we and our fathers. And they said to Pharaoh, we've come in to stay. We have come in to stay in the land because there are no pastures for the flocks which belong to our servants. For the famine is heavy in the land of Canaan. And now please let your servants live in the land of Goshen. And the Pharaoh spoke to Joseph saying, your father and your brothers have come into you. The land of Egypt is before you. Cause your father and your brothers to live in the best of the land. Let them live in the land of Goshen. And if you know men of ability are among them, make them chiefs of livestock over what is mine. Oh, so have them take care of mine as well. And Joseph brought in his father Jacob and placed him before Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Jacob, How many are the days of the years of your life? And Jacob said to Pharaoh, The days... Of the years of my camps are a hundred and thirty years. Few and evil have been the days of the years of my life, and they have not reached the days of the years of the life of my fathers and the days of their camps. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from before Pharaoh. Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from before Pharaoh. So Jacob left. And Joseph caused his father and his brothers to live and gave them a place in the land of Egypt, in the best of the land, in the land of Ramses. Yeah, as Pharaoh commanded. Ramses, isn't that Egyptian? I guess they're in Egypt. Whoa. That just slammed my head together. Egypt and the whole Bible thing was all happening at the same time? Whoa, okay. And Joseph nourished his father and his brothers, and all his father's mouth of the little ones. And no bread was in the land, because the famine was exceedingly severe. And the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan were exhausted from the famine. And Joseph gathered up all the money found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan in return for the grain they were buying. And Joseph brought in the money to the house of Pharaoh. And the money failed from the oh, and the money failed from the land of Egypt and from the land of Canaan. And all Egypt came into Joseph, saying, "Give us bread. And why should we die before you?" 
for the money has failed. And Joseph said, Give your livestock, and I will give to you for your livestock, if money has failed. And they brought in their livestock to Joseph. And Joseph gave bread to them for the horses, and for the livestock of the flocks, for the livestock of the herds, and for the asses. And he satisfied them with bread in that year for all their livestock. And that year ended, and they came in to him in the second year, and said to him, We cannot hide from my Lord that the money and the herds of the animals have failed. Going to my Lord, nothing is left before my Lord except our bodies and our lands. Why should we die before your eyes, both we and our land? Buy us and our land for bread, and let us, we and our land, become slaves to Pharaoh, and give seed so that we may live and not die, and the land not be desolate. And Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh, because each one in Egypt sold his, his field, because the famine was severe on them, and the lands became Pharaoh's. And as for the people, he caused them to pass over into the cities, and from the end of the border of Egypt to its other end. Only he did not buy the land of the priests, for Pharaoh had appointed a portion for the priests, and they usually ate their appointed portion which Pharaoh gave to them. For this reason they did not sell their land. And Joseph said to the people, Behold, I have brought you in your land, I have bought you in your land today. That just blows me. He bought them? See, here is seed for you, and you sow the land. And it shall be, as you gather, you shall give a fifth part to Pharaoh, and fourth parts shall be yours, for the seed of the field, and for your food, and for those in your houses, and for food for your little ones. And they said, You have saved our lives. Let us find favor in the eyes of, of my Lord, and we will become slaves to Pharaoh. And Joseph made it a law until this day on the land in e of Egypt. The fifth part is for the Pharaoh, only the land of the priests being ex accepted and did not become Pharaoh's. And Israel lived in the land of, of Egypt and in the land of Goshen, and they owned in it and were fruitful and multiplied exceedingly. I mean, they just took the whole place over. He's bought the whole place. That's it. Nobody owns nothing now. I mean, whoa. You was... You, I mean, you just... Wow. I've got so much to learn about the Bible. I mean, none of that sounds like excessively godly to me, right? Like, uh, where's the equality in that? Right? I mean, wasn't Jesus giving food away, multiplying bread, doing things like that? These people all are working under the... The direction of Jehovah, and there, there's serious like um, class structure here that just doesn't make sense. But I guess it is what it is, and that's where we're gonna end for now. And hopefully, like you know, this <laughs> I am maybe one twentieth, one thirtieth of a way into this book. There's this thing is huge, so I got so much to go, so much to learn, and hopefully, a lot of this starts making sense later. Uh, we're still doing a lot of the weird stuff with not quite getting full stories, getting a lot of um, lineage, and uh, it's it's a little confusing, I'm not going to lie. I'm hoping that later in the Bible we'll start uh, getting more of the actual stories. Cause I, there's been so many names that I've seen that are, are from, di I mean, from different things, you know, like Job, you know, I mean, they, there's names in there, but they don't say anything about him. So I'm hoping we hear the stories of all these people, and then it'll all kind of make sense later, and then I'll be able to go back to Genesis if I need to and reference whose father or which tribe this came from or whatnot. Um, if that becomes a pertinent part of what's happening or whatnot. I should have probably started like a family tree with this from the beginning. So I had something to um, 
to look at as I went. But even then, I, I think it would have been confusing because sometimes the, the names just change, you know? But, uh, you know, forward and onward, uh, as, a, as a faithful believer in God and, and his uh, son, I uh, just hope that this will slowly start to make sense soon. Paused it there for just a second to let that truck go by or whatever that was. Um, anyway, that's where I'm going to stop for now. We'll be on chapter 48 when I come back. And uh, yeah, have a great day and uh, go with God.